most experienced car buyer dreads the negotiation process. The confrontation isn't enough to make most people physically ill. But it doesn't have to be that way. With the right preparation, you can enter the car dealership with confidence. This is the Car Buying Podcast, the show where I save you time, money, and hassle when buying your next vehicle. On this episode, we will be talking about preparing for negotiations at the car dealership. There are several facets that go into a car purchase. The price, trade value, interest rate, warranty, gap insurance, fees, taxes, and accessories. They all combine to make up what you'll finally pay for your new vehicle. Now the good news is that most, if not all of these, are negotiable. The bad news is that these numbers can vary wildly between dealerships. Once you've decided on which model you're interested in, you need to comparison shop to get a feel for what the prices are. I recommend going on a site like AutoTrader or Cars.com instead of just sites like TrueCar or Edmunds. Now the reason is you want to look at actual vehicles at actual dealerships, not just some car website's algorithm, TrueCar, Edmunds, car gurus, not just what an algorithm throws at you and says is a fair price. Look at actual cars. Use a 100 or 150 mile radius, whatever it takes to get a good sampling of vehicles. Now if you're comparing new, then make sure you narrow it down to trim levels so you get a good comparison of vehicles and prices. If you're comparing used, then you need to use a small range of mileage, maybe five or 10,000 miles of a range so that you can get a good comparison on those because the mileage is gonna make a big difference. And also you have to keep in mind on a pre-owned vehicle that not all used cars are equal. So condition, history, how many owners, service history, all those are gonna play a, a role in determining an accurate price. Now for a new vehicle, you'll need to gather a little extra information about the price. Some dealers will clearly indicate that the rebates and incentives, what they are and that they're included in the price, what you have to do to qualify for those. But some dealers might not do that. Some dealers will even intentionally include rebates that you can't get. So when you look at prices, make sure you look at multiple prices. Don't just zero in on one dealer because their numbers look lower. The best location to find the incentives, the rebates, is on the manufacturer's website. So for example, you go to Buick.com, look for current offers on the model you're interested in. And you'll see that it'll probably ask you for your zip code because most of the incentives are region specific. Make a note of these incentives. Um, any stipulations that you might see before you visit the store, like they may they may offer an extra $500 rebate if you own a competitor's vehicle that's a 2003 or later model, w whatever the case is. And uh, you can usually determine if these rebates are already included in the internet price, but you need to be aware of them anyways because the dealer will actually have to disclose the manufacturer rebates at the dealership. And you want to just make sure that your info matches up with what they're showing. After you've arrived at 
good idea of competitive prices on new, the rebates, after you've gathered all that data, make a note of it so you don't forget, even if you just punch it into the note app on your phone. Now at this point, you also need to research your trade-in value. Um, I would pull it up on kbv.com, NADA, Edmonds, do all of those. Don't just pick the highest one so you have multiple data points to reference and make a note of these values as well. Now you can't forget taxes and fees. Call your local tag office, ask about the sales tax, vehicle tax, title fee, tag fee for your vehicles. Now this information may be available on the tag office's website, the county's website, but in some states these can be huge numbers, thousands of dollars. So you need to know about them before you go to the dealership. Now taxes and state, county fees, tag fees, those are not negotiable. I need to be clear about that. But you need to know these numbers so that you can be prepared with an accurate out the door price before you ever visit the dealership. You know, if there's a $5,000 tax that's gonna be added, you need to know about that before you go to the store. Another thing to remember is that the dealer will also likely add a fee. These are usually called documentation fees, dealer fees, procurement fees, something similar. Now, some states require that the dealer include this fee in their advertised price, but some states don't. Your best bet is to contact the dealer and just ask them what their dealer fee is if it's not clearly listed on their website. But we will discuss how to actually contact dealerships on our next episode. Now that you have a competitive price for the vehicle you want, you have an estimated trade-in value, you have the incentives, and you have the extra fees, you should start to get an idea of what to expect for your total out-the-door price on your new vehicle. Now the math is pretty simple. You take the price of the vehicle and you subtract your trade value, and that's your trade difference. Now if your state charges a percentage sales tax instead of a flat amount, like 5%, then this trade difference is what you'll pay that percentage on because you've already paid taxes on your current vehicle when you purchased it. So for, for simplicity's sake, let's say the car you want to buy is $20,000 and your trade is worth $5,000. So your trade difference would be $15,000. So if your state charges 5% sales tax, then you would pay 5% of $15,000, which is $750. So take the price, subtract the trade value, add in your taxes, fees, whatever your tag office told you, and then you subtract the rebates after all of that if they already in, aren't already included in the price, which they probably are. But if they're not already included in the sales price you started with, then you subtract those, and that'll give you a good idea of what your out-the-door price should be. Now keep in mind that this isn't going to be exact. Your trade value may be a little higher or lower when the dealer actually appraises it. Taxes may be more because they tax the dealer fee or something. So if you get to a store and the numbers don't, don't line up exactly, it's not necessarily that somebody's ripping you off, but we at least are close. We know the neighborhood of where we're going to end up. The point of this exercise is preparation. So before emotions get involved and you're test driving that shiny new vehicle, you need to know the total price of the vehicle. And if you're going to be financing, you can plug this out the door price into some payment calculators to get an idea of what your expected monthly payment is going to be too. Now we'll look at some questions. Tim in Alabama asks, when should I shop 
for my interest rate. Now we'll discuss this in the next episode, but the interest rate will depend on the vehicle, especially on used vehicles. It'll even depend on the mileage. So we'll wait to get an interest rate quote when we've nailed down all the other numbers as best we can, which is going to require talking to some dealers, which as I mentioned, we will talk about in our next episode. Ashley in Tennessee asks, I'm seeing huge variances in online prices. What gives? This is why we need a large sample size, because some dealers lie. I know that's news, but some dealers will include every rebate in existence, even if you don't qualify for them. Some dealers just price their cars for sticker price and hope for the best. But if you look at enough vehicles in a wide enough market area, you will start to get a feel for the average prices in your area. Landon in Nebraska asks, what if I'm looking for a very rare vehicle? Does that change my strategy? Yes, uh, it, you'll have to widen your criteria somewhat. You may have to search in a larger radius or maybe even open up your search to more year models. So like if you're searching for a 2014, then you may have to look at 2012 to 2015s to get enough data to compare. But also keep in mind that if it's that rare, then it's probably a seller's market and you may just have to pay more. I want to hear from you. Have you had any experiences with negotiations and how did you prepare? What tips can you share with us? On the next episode of the Car Buying Podcast, we will be looking at how to start contacting dealerships and what you can do remotely. I'd like to answer some questions from you guys on the next episode. If you have a question you'd like answered, you can email me at info at carbuyingpodcast.com, tweet at me at carbuyingpod, or leave me a voicemail, 740-777-9780. I'll try to answer your question on the next episode, or just I'll respond to you directly. Also, if you find this information helpful, please leave a review on iTunes to help other people find the show.